Stories of new hunters aren't often told, but I'm here to tell you mine. This is a hunter's journey. Alrighty, everybody, welcome back to another episode of A Hunter's Journey. I'm your host, Will. I would like to apologize for not posting an episode last week. I am just actually getting over tonsillitis. Um, so first I thought I, we thought I had strep throat, and then it turned into tonsillitis. Um, <clears throat> so I apologize if I, if I cough or have to adjust my voice <coughs> like that. Um, I am still working on getting over this sickness. Um, but my voice, I was out of work all last week. Um, I was home sick. Um, and so I wasn't able to, um, get, and, uh, the weekend before I usually record my episodes on the weekends just because that's when I'm free. Um, and that weekend before, like my voice was gone, I wasn't able to, to really talk. Um, so I wasn't able to, to record a, an episode. And so it's Sunday, um, April 2nd. So this is going to come out tomorrow, I guess, or when you're listening to it, if it's April 3rd, then, um, I recorded this the day before. So I try not to have too much time in between when I record versus when I actually um, publish my podcast. I just don't like that format. Um, so, yeah. So, but like I said in the last episode, if you listened all the way through um, at the end, I did talk about talking about turkey hunting this week. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. Um, so I am going to kind of go over um kind of like what i take with me when i turkey hunt i've only been turkey hunting once and that was last year you can go back and listen to last year's episode of me turkey hunting um didn't kill anything didn't even see a bird didn't hear a bird or anything so i'm gonna try and change it up a little more this year um go to different spots lower elevation for sure um different habitat um so i'm gonna try and take what I did last year and do the exact opposite of it. And hopefully I'll be able to kill something this year. Um, so, but this today I figured I'd go through like the calls and stuff with you guys, excuse me, the different kinds of calls, um, the shotgun I use and, um, just kind of like the habitat that I'm going to be looking for them in. Obviously your state's probably going to be different. Um, so, but I'm just going to kind of try and, um, kind of detail how I kind of am going to scout for turkeys this year because this is the first year that I'm actually going to scout for turkeys. I, I didn't last year. Um, so luckily our turkey season starts all the way in May. Uh, that's our general season. So it's it's outside of their rut or their running period. Um, maybe it'll be pushed back this year because of how much snow we've gotten. So maybe they'll be, um, they'll be mating at that during the May season, but generally they're not. Um, so these calls can help, but, um, generally I think our general turkey season is more, um, built around, oh yeah, you can go out and hunt turkeys. Um, but it's more of a spot and stock kind of deal. Um, so anyway, so today's probably going to be a little shorter of an episode. Um, (coughs) excuse me. And like I said, I so like I said in the past, I don't like to cut my episodes, but if I start coughing really bad, then I'm gonna 
cut it and restart and not restart but just kind of pick up after i cough so i'm not coughing in your guys's ear so um yeah so to get started off there's generally three main turkey calls that you're going to come across um the first one is going to be called a box call and i'll post a picture of this on my instagram um, and then like i said i'm also going to try and start a video series too on youtube um to maybe give you guys a more visual aspect of all this um so the the um the podcast and and the youtube channel will probably be linked um so like you know listen to the podcast you can go look at the videos or just look at the videos whatever you want to do um anyway so there's three main types of calls the box call um, is probably the easiest one for people to learn um, and it's literally just a wooden box with a little lid with a handle on it and you just kind of kind of scrape that little lid on the side of the box so and it's not the crisp crisp crispest i don't know crispiest not we're not talking about chicken it's not the clearest turkey call, I don't think, um, but we'll get there. The second is what's called a diaphragm call. If you elk hunt or if you've looked at, into elk hunting, you probably know what a diaphragm call is. They have them for turkey too. Um, so the diaphragm calls that I use are actually made by Meat Eater. Um, I, they came out with a line of turkey calls and... Um, they just I, I i bought them because i was like okay well may as well try them they're cheap they were relatively cheap i think it was 30 bucks for four diaphragm calls um um but yeah so let's see so put it backwards diaphragm calls are not my forte um i they're probably my least favorite call just because they're um I haven't I haven't practiced with them as much um, so they're not as they don't sound as good and they're not as easy for me to use so you put it in your mouth um, obviously and you blow air from your diaphragm you don't you don't blow out like you ha want to have it come from your diaphragm and basically it's kind of weird <clears throat> so let me try it I haven't practiced a whole lot um, recently I should have um, and another good tip with these diaphragm calls keep them in the freezer it'll keep the latex good for a lot longer so kind of put it in your mouth you just stick it to the top of your mouth with your tongue and forewarn this is probably gonna be really bad I can't even get it to go I can't even get it to go. Man, I am bad. There we go. I had it backwards. That just shows you how much I use this thing. Like I said, this is probably my least favorite one. So I don't have a whole lot of practice with it yet, but I'm forewarned, it will tickle the roof of your mouth. So, but this one is called the Easy Clucker. Uh, 
Sorry if it's really loud in the microphone. I tried to move the microphone away. Let me do it again. So. So you kind of want that high pitch. Something like that. Obviously, I am no world champion turkey caller. But um, that one's called the Easy Clucker. Then they came out with three other ones. Um, just from the three different... From different guys on the Meat Eater crew. Um, you have the Latvian Eagle one. That one doesn't sound too bad. Um, you have loud and clear. Let's see, I think I just put that in backwards. <laughs> so that one's a little louder. Um, gives you a different, different, different pitch. And then this is a Stephen Ronella's Jake break. Um, so let's see. So those are kind of the three. Um, now I gotta let them dry off. But those are kind of the three. I think my favorite one out of those is the Jake break. I seem to get way better tone and everything with that one um so that's kind of that's kind of my favorite out of those diaphragm calls i'll still have them with me and i'll still practice um it's good to use those um but my third favorite <coughs> <coughs> sorry about that i had to i had to cut off um and sorry, I had a little coughing fit there. I apologize. Again, um, if you're kind of new to this podcast and this is your first episode, um, I don't like to cut my podcast and edit it out. I know like coughing might be annoying, but um, it, it's just one of those things where too often I feel that podcasts edit things out and they just cut things out. So I, I, I try not to cut if I don't have to. There have been times where I, I have had to cut um, and come back in and I try and make it seamless. Um, but for the most part, I, I try and not cut and cut things out. I never cut anything out. I've, um, because to me, like, you know, I want to make it as real as possible. Um, so I'm going to kind of try and cut it as, as little as possible. So if you're new to the podcast, then um, that's why. <coughs> Excuse me. So, moving on to the third and final turkey call that I that really are the big three, um, and my favorite turkey call is called a pot call. 
Um, so it's a little disc, like this one is made out of slate. It's a little slate disc with a little wooden dowel thing, a um, little scratch tool usually. And all you do is just take that wooden dowel and just rub it across the slate and you can do so many different noises. If you push harder, you get those crisp, clear sounds. If you do a little lighter, you get those softer little clucks. Maybe sound a little farther away. So you can... Those little... Those little sounds. I don't know what these individual sounds are called. I'm not well versed in turkeys. I'm not... I'm, I'm not going to pretend like I am. Um, I'm just... I'm just explaining what I have found out so far. And you can do further research onto that. Um, this is an introduction to turkey calls. And like I said, I am by no means an expert. But the pot call allows me to get the greatest range of sound and the greatest sound clarity, um, in my opinion. So, so if you're farther away... Um, Like to me, that's that's perfect clucking, you know. Um, you can do higher pitched ones. You can do those long drawn out, or you can do really soft ones. really soft pitch far away ones granted <coughs> excuse me <coughs> granted you do have to use both of your hands so you're kind of at a disadvantage with the pot call um, you have to use both both your hands so you may not be able to reach for your shotgun as quick or as as easy but if you have it set up on your knee or something or you're in a blind and you're trying to call turkeys in, as long as your motions are concealed, um, then you'll be fine. Turkeys have unbelievable eyesight. Um, so they will see your movements if you do not move slow enough, if you do not have the right camo. You really have to have good camo for the area that you're hunting. Um, no blaze orange colors, nothing. You have to have really good camo because they have incredible eyes compared to other animals they have really really good eyes and they can see colors very well um so uh this final call is more of a locator call and it's called a crow call um this is a, sh a shot call basically so if there's turkeys that are goblin or you know that there should be you can blow this crow call this little you can blow it like really loud. It will get really loud. You can blow it really loud, and then turkeys won't even think they'll just gobble. 
it's called a shock gobble. Um, they don't react to it. It's not them. It's not them wanting to check it out. It's nothing besides a shock gobble. If you have turkeys in your neighborhood, sometimes you'll hear them gobble if somebody honks their horn, or if a car alarm goes off, or somebody or, or something falls or something. Sometimes a loud noise will just set a turkey off, and they'll just just gobble. Um, so those are the, that's not really a, to call turkeys in. That's more of a locator call to see if there are turkeys in the area. Um, but yeah, so the three main calls are the box call, the diaphragm call, and the pot call. The pot call being my favorite. The box call is a good one too. It's a good beginner one because it's really easy to do and it's hard to mess up. And you can still get a range of sound from it. Um, great for kids or beginners. I started off with this box call and the pot call um, and then got the diaphragm calls. Um, <coughs> so I, I'm still working on the diaphragm calls. I'm getting a little better at them. Like I said, I haven't had much practice with them. But um, the, the pot call is definitely my favorite call because I can get the, the, the clearest sound from it. Um, so moving on from calls, um, turkeys have great eyesight. Like I said earlier, um, they're really good at seeing colors and good at seeing motion. Um, so you got to be really careful. Make sure you got, make sure you're concealed. Um, and then as far as like habitat here in Utah, um, like Northern Utah area, um, there still can be snow in May up in the higher elevations, so they're still going to be down farther. Um, so I made the mistake last year of I saw turkey prints while I was deer hunting way up high. And so I went, I tried to go to that same spot this last spring, and there was still snow up there. There wasn't any greenery up there. They just weren't up there. Um, so this year I'm going to go to an area that's a little more open, a little more um, quote-unquote deserty, but there's still some really good plant growth in there. Um, doesn't hold snow for as long as those higher elevations do. I've seen turkey prints in there before, turkey tracks. I know there's turkeys down there. Um, <clears throat> so my plan is to go lower in elevation and to go somewhere where I know there's going to be springtime growth already in May. Um, so my plan for this year is, is to go lower and um, to, to try and um, get away from the snow. If you can get away from areas where there's snow and find growth um, and you know that there's turkeys in that area um, or that could potentially hang out in that area because there's great habitat for them, then um, I would start there. Start there and just drive around looking for them. Um, you can drive around, look for tracks, um, pretty much anything. You just gotta, <coughs> you just gotta drive around and look for them, um, or get out and hike and walk around and look for them. Um, I, like I said, I've never been scouting for turkeys before, so this is going to be something that's new for me too. Um, so I'm excited about it, but I'll start here probably towards the end of this month. I'll start taking trips down to where I want to go. Um, luckily our, our turkey tag is statewide, 
Um, so it's on any public or, or private land that you have access to. Um, so that's nice. It's it's statewide. Um, it's not boundary specific. So I can go anywhere and not have to, to worry. Um, so camo is covered, calls are covered, location. I mean, I'm not saying like, oh, well, you just got to know where the turkeys are. Like, figure out what they eat, figure out where they like to hide and roost and nest. Um, and then if there's springtime growth where they can eat stuff and have food and water, and it's just generally good habitat, then you have a shot of finding them. Um, that's just the reality of it. Like, I, I can't tell you, well, there should be turkeys in this type of habitat or this type of habitat or this type of habitat. I saw a turkey three months ago running down the middle of one of the streets here in my neighborhood. Like, there shouldn't be a turkey running down the middle of the street, yet here was this Jake running down the middle of the street. <laughs> so, it's like, sometimes they are where they shouldn't be, but they're not where they should be, if that makes sense. Sometimes they are in places where they shouldn't be. Sometimes they're in places... They're not in places where they should be or where you think they should be. So it's a game. You just have to you just have to put in the work and find them. Um, moving on um, to the weapon of choice. I have, and I've gone over this already before as well, but I have, sorry if that was really loud, my apologies. It looks like it was really loud on the on the screen here um so sorry if that was really loud i have a benelli nova pump shotgun it's not camo just straight black um i know i'm kind of contradicting myself with uh you gotta be all camoed up and everything i've seen people use um blued steeled with uh, wood stock um, on their shotgun um, really if your shotgun is is hidden or it's got some kind of little camo wrapping on it or tape or something like that then more than likely it's going to be fine um, so yeah shotgun Benelli Nova 12 gauge I just use turkey rounds from Remington I use the three inch ones um, they make two and three quarter, three and three and a half, I think, maybe not three and a half, but my gun is a three and a half inch chamber, so I can fit two and three quarter, three and three and a half. But I don't usually use above a three. Um, so I just use the the turkey loads that Remington makes. Um, they're fine. I've shot them. Um, they're, they're, they're fine. Um, they pattern nicely. Um, and so yeah, so I just use Benelli Nova. Um, I gotta get some camo wrap for it to kind of um, camo it up a bit, so it's not just this jet black gun. Um, they do make turkey shotguns that are all camoed out and everything, but they're an extra three grand. Um, I think the Benelli Nova and camo was I think an extra eight hundred bucks or something like that, or four hundred bucks or something. It was I bought my Benelli Nova for four fifty and if I wanted the camo version it was like eight fifty or nine fifty, so it was an extra like four or five hundred bucks. Um 
and I can just get some camo, um, like blind tape. Um, it's like the the mesh tape, the camo mesh tape. Um, <clears throat> so that's pretty much about it. Um, just the the calls, the three calls, the diaphragm, pot call, and the box call, and then the the shock call, the locator call, um, the crow call, uh, and then camo and colors. Make sure you don't have any colors on you. Um, scent I don't think is as important, but um, being all camoed up is is important. Um, shotgun Benelli Nova 12 gauge. 12 gauge I think works better than 12, or 12 works better than 20. Yeah, 12 works better than 12. Um, <clears throat> 12 works better than 20 in my opinion. Um, if you're going to do any kind of hunting, waterfowl hunting, sh turkey hunting, um, upland game hunting, uh, 12 is just going to work a lot better. You can use 20 gauge. There's people who use 20 gauge for everything for waterfowl, upland, and turkey. Um, but I think 12 just does a lot better. Um, it does a lot better job. Um, and then ammo, just turkey loads, make sure you're using turkey loads. It'll give you the best pattern, um, and the, the best knockdown and kill power. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much about it. Um, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. Um, oh, few housekeeping things. Um, just one major one. The... Uh, Governor Cox did sign the House Bill 469, I think, the Cougar Bill. Um, so that is going to go into effect May 3rd. Um, so the Utah DWR is, um, from what I hear, is trying to um, figure out what they're going to do with tag numbers and everything like that. Um, so we'll go more into detail with that after uh, the DWR comes out with more information on it. Um, so that's it. Thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, until next time, make sure to stay safe while you're out in the woods if you're out scouting for turkeys. Um, stay safe while you're out on the ice. Um, if you guys are still crazy enough to go out ice fishing, I've put all my ice fishing gear away until this next season. Um, but yeah, stay safe while you're out in the woods, while you're out on the water. Respect your fellow hunters and anglers, and we will catch you guys on the next one. Thank you. <laughs>